Are you tired of the same old business advice? Welcome to the Liberated CEO Experience, the podcast that's redefining entrepreneurial success one unscripted and candid conversation at a time. Get ready to soak up unfiltered stories of triumph, failure, and everything in between from trailblazers who are rewriting the rules of the game and building thriving businesses on their own terms. So if you're ready to level up your impact, income, and joy, all while staying true to your unique vision, you're in the right place. This is the Liberated CEO Experience. Welcome back, Unstoppable Entrepreneurs and Freedom Chasers. You're tuned in to another value-packed episode of the Liberated CEO Experience, the podcast that's all about helping you break through barriers and build a thriving business on your own terms. I'm your host, Ty Goodwin, and today we're diving into a topic that's a game changer for busy entrepreneurs, create more freedom with marketing automation. I'm beyond excited to have marketing automation wizard, Chris L. Davis, joining us as our special guest for this episode. Chris is one of the most highly sought after marketing automation consultants and advisors in the industry. He helps entrepreneurs streamline their marketing efforts, save time, and scale their businesses with ease. He has held leadership positions with numerous startups, including Lead Pages and Active Campaign, which has enabled them to raise a collective of over $157 million in capital to date. This specialized marketing experience, coupled with his corporate experience as an electrical engineer for seven years, has enabled him to create a systematic approach to automating business processes that increases profits exponentially. As the founder of Automation Bridge, Chris teaches marketing professionals how to deploy automated marketing and sales systems to maintain a lean operational footprint while experiencing enterprise-level revenue scale. Insider Info, Chris and I met when we both lived in Minnesota over 10 years ago, and we both worked at Lead Pages. In this episode, we got back together to discuss the tools, strategies, and some best practices that can revolutionize the way you run your business and create more freedom as a liberated CEO. So if you are ready to say goodbye to manual marketing tasks and hello to more time, efficiency, and success, then you do not want to miss this insightful conversation. Get comfortable, grab a notepad, and let's dive into the world of marketing automation with the brilliant Chris Davis right here on the the Liberated CEO Experience. So let me tell you why I'm going to love this conversation. Marketing automation, right? How to hire people. But most importantly, is because I'm getting to talk to Chris Davis. <laughs> yeah, three for three. Yeah, I love it. So listen, they heard your bio. But here's what I want to start our conversation off with. Chris, why do you love doing what you do? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on the podcast first, Ty. This is, oh, truth be told, I could literally do a podcast with you every day because I feel like we learn so much in one day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I want to first say that and then thank all the listeners for supporting you and thus uh, supporting me. And I would say I it chose me. Right. Like automation truly chose me. I did not know what it even was. You know, like I found out about it through reading the four hour work week, Tim Ferriss. And the reason why is because I never knew that you can use automation to run a business. I just hadn't been exposed to that world. But then time when you go back and I look at my younger years, 
I've always been an analytical, critical, mm -hmm. if else type of thinker. I just didn't know that what it was. So automation gave me a space to really be me, right? Like <laughs> unapologetically. <laughs> well, I'm laughing because I remember, you know, so Chris, you know, we've got history, you know, working at like leave pages and all yes, that kind of stuff. Yes. And I just remember our conversations and the way your eyes light up every time you see like a flow chart, like flow chart. Like, I've never seen that except for maybe when it gets like that with me sometimes but I'm yeah. just like yeah okay this is totally totally your lane yes <laughs> yes 100% 100% Ty yeah and that's so important you know whether you're an entrepreneur or even if you're in like the workplace that passion for what you do is super yeah. super important especially since a lot of the people that we work with marketing is not their forte right yes Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to dive in because, you know, we want to talk about some trends and listen, you know, there's that whole thing about, okay, we don't want to date it for this, date it for that, but listen, trends are trends and we got to talk about, you know, what's going on and what we see. And I love this part of the conversation because you're a trailblazer, Chris, you see things ahead of time and you're not somebody who's going to watch something on YouTube and then tell people about it. Like you're creating the YouTube <laughs> stuff that people are talking about. So yes. Um, you know, let's dive in a little bit and talk about like, what are, what are some of the automation trends that people can start really taking a look at? Yeah, I'll say this. Here's the biggest trend. Let me speak to all of the digital marketers that are listening to this first. Take several steps back. <laughs> okay. Because the biggest trend that is impacting small businesses right now, Ty, if you think back five, six years ago, maybe even eight, email marketing was like the pinnacle of marketing online. If you were sending an email and probably through AWeber, if you really had money, you're using Infusionsoft, right? If you were doing that, mind blowing, right? And then the time that you and I were at Lead Pages, just being able to get a single web page that collects information to send yeah. an email was like revolutionary. Hence why Lead Pages took off the way it is. Then ClickFunnels came, Thrive Themes, all of that, because they saw it. Yeah, We've been in the space for too long. We're thinking, oh, that's like so 2016, 2012. We're beyond that. No, we're not. <laughs> we are not, Ty. Nope. The, the dominant trend right now is the adoption of automation. It's no longer a secret. People are literally looking for it now. Now, the term gets skewed because you you say automation, one person, and it may mean 10 different things, right? But when I'm talking about is a profitable process that's in place that you would like to use technology to execute, right? That it. process yeah. could be marketing, it could be sales, it could be administrative. That's what I mean when I say automation. So now it's no longer this secret weapon. It's something people are looking for. So understanding that digital marketers stop leading with all of this advanced stuff. Stop mm -hmm. leading with these very advanced funnels that have all these conditional outputs and we can do it. Stop. It's like somebody's been waiting to get in the game for so mm -hmm. long. They're just on the sidelines. Look at them. Look how they dribble the ball and shoot. One day, one day I'll be on that court, right? And us digital marketers, we're going between the legs, alley-oops. So they stand on the court. The last thing you want to tell them is run some complex play. Hey, corner in, box out five. What? Yeah, my what? eyes just glazed over like, huh? No. What did you just say? And that's what we do as marketers. 
we have to start from the basis because this, the time today is what we were waiting for 10 years ago. People yeah. willing to embrace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And well, you know, it's about, it's that trailblazer thing, right? I tell the story all the time about how webinars, you know, people are still just getting on a bandwagon with webinars. So this webinars have a really great place in the industry. We can talk about that. But here's the thing. I did my first webinar back in 1999, Chris. Mm. And I know it was 1999 because we were so worried about Y2K. I was working for a national sales company. We were like, Y2K is coming in. 1999 Citrix go to meeting, right? Yeah. People are still trying to grasp webinar technology. Every other week, a new technology is coming on the platform, you know, coming out to play. So it's that kind of thing. It's cyclical, right? There's iterations of it, but I 100% agree that we get to take a step back. And I think this is a lot of fun because email, people keep saying, like, people on the outside say email marketing is dead. But if you know, like, we know, (laughs) <laughs> right when you talk about roi oh my goodness <laughs> for email marketing please there's no facebook tiktok don't even compare especially mm-hmm. in the b2b space so that's a whole yeah. other conversation Ty, right take anything from me in my business except my list mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yes take anything take my website down shut down all my social media profiles yeah go duplicate my logo so much i don't even know what it looks like right like take everything leave me my list yeah i got a chance i I got more than a fighter's chance i've got the highest probability to rebuild as long as i have that list so social media all of those things have their place Mm -hmm. but they are obsolete to me if they're not used to build your list Absolutely. We call that a community of buyers, you know, and if you don't have a community of people to engage in and sell to, you really don't have a business, right? You, you yes. really, really don't. So hundred percent agree. hundred yes. percent agree. Yes. So I got two more trends. We've got, yeah. I just needed to put that there for my digital marketers. Get back into the game. You're too many steps ahead. Take several steps back. Now mm-hmm. for the, that CEO that needs that digital marketer that has done that, what the other trend that I've seen is stacks are here. Stacks mm. are here. Ty, back in the day, it was all <laughs> in one, right? You wanted to get everything in one platform. Yeah. I don't have to have all this complicated software. You know, stacks are here. And let me not get ahead of myself. A <laughs> stack, I'm talking about a technical stack, which is yeah. the combination of software that you're using to operate your business. Think mm-hmm. of it as your business operating system. That's yeah. what a stack is. So you know stacks have arrived officially when the all-in-one platforms are integrated <laughs> with everything else because it's like, well, yeah. that, that's kind of like oxymoronic, all-in-one, mm-hmm. not some-in-one. That's really, <laughs> Ty, that's actually what we should be calling it is some-in-one yeah. <laughs> instead of oh all Oh my gosh, one. yeah. Well, you know what it is? It's the definition of all. Right. Because I think people like get that confused and they think that all means that I get to do every single thing. But all really means like it's the best in show for this particular problem. And what you have to do is teach people, okay, what are the problems or the results that you want? And then that's what we build a tech stack around to make that work. Right. Yes. Yes. So if we have this understanding, what it helps us do is know that you're not going to go one place for everything. And that's a good thing. 
Yeah. Right. And this is going to lead into hiring because I, I think this is where a lot of the CEOs get themselves in trouble. Mm -hmm. Right. They're looking for something they understand that they can use. And it's yeah. like, actually, what you need is going to be beyond your understanding and you're going to need somebody to put it together for you. And mm -hmm. then it will be an all in one solution. Right. To you, because yeah. somebody else on the back end figured out all the text <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> for it. But this yeah. is where we're at. So I have to put out a warning. I, mm -hmm. I need to put out a warning because this trend of the stack also goes along with the last trend that I mentioned, which is more technology. You said it earlier. There has to be a, a new tool. If there was data, there's probably a new tool produced and promoted every hour. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I would not be surprised if that's the case. So yeah. you have to frequent AppSumo. You have to frequent your friend's advice mm -hmm. very sparingly because with more technology does bring more opportunity, but it also gives more responsibility to the mm -hmm. person selecting it. So I have a strenuous <laughs> process of selecting technology I'm okay. Listen, everybody, I'm okay with trying new tech. Mm -hmm. I am not okay with trying new tech on my clients. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to be very transparent right here. There's a platform right now that I've been watching like a hawk. Mm -hmm. You know, there it's called Savvy Cal, and mm -hmm. they're coming for Calendly's neck, right? Mm -hmm. I'm watching them. I signed up and I like the platform. I do. And I feel like it could do a lot of the stuff that I, I currently use Calendly that Calendly can do. I'm not putting it in production. Right. Like I, I got to test this thing out thoroughly, right? Like maybe a friend that's using it, I'll, I'll talk to them or, you know, I, I'll do some small scheduling with that. But I've got to vet software before I bring it out. You yeah. have to be, I can't tell you how many CEOs that I meet. It's like, oh yeah, I asked them about their stack. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And I've got all, I've got everything that we need. AppSumo did it. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm not against AppSumo. These, a lot of times, most of the time they're early bird software. Yeah. You don't know if they're going to be here two years from now, three years from now. Oh, like, absolutely. Why yeah. chance it for Ty, for every AppSumo offering right now, mm -hmm. every single one, there is a more mature software offering already existing. Yeah. Here's well, the thing. People... It may not cost the same. That's well, and that's the thing. A lot of people are like, oh, well, I can get this for cheap. And I'm like, you can get it for cheap, but the hours that it's going to cost you because it like we've got a, a process too, right? It doesn't play yep. nicely with your other stuff. Yep. Right. The yes. interface is jacked up. <laughs> they don't have help documentation. Like those are the ways that we teach our clients to evaluate software. Like those are few of the yeah. ways that we do it. But people yeah. get so excited because, oh, I can do this one thing. One thing. Yep. Okay, now I'm gonna, let me be transparent too. Yeah, I was like yeah. there with some um with project management software and I've gone yeah. through the whole gamut of mm. five or six different tools from Monday to Trello to yep. ClickUp because I was looking for this one thing and went back to where I was <laughs> after like four or five different things and my team is looking at me like, but it's we can get yeah. caught up on this one thing because in our mind, that's the linchpin. But when we actually hire other people to do it, they're like, that's not really important. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah. even the thing that's really, really important. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I get that. And you know, here's something else I, you know, I think we could dive into about this whole mm -hmm. tech stack piece is mm -hmm. I think people need to understand what tech they need. If everything to you is CRM, now, okay, that's my lane, right? We, we mm -hmm. love the CRMs and all that kind yeah, of stuff. But yes. what about analytics? 
Yeah. Right. What yeah. about the metrics? What about measurement? What about all those other pieces? So it's not just your CRM. Right. And people don't get that about a tech stack. They think the only thing that they can touch is it. Right. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. So when you look at that and these are just three, I can go on for days with the trends because this is all I do yeah. is pay attention to the software that's out there. Listen to the small business owners in their pain mm -hmm. and watch the digital marketers talk to them in a way that they're not even understanding. <laughs> Just like you guys, are, you know, you're missing it. But the thing is this though, if the listeners hear how Ty said she went through all of the software solutions, Ty, you're going through all the software solutions is effective because you're gaining insight on yeah. every single one. And you've got a library of notes why this one didn't work, why this yep. one did. So now when someone comes to you, you will be the most apt to give them the best recommendation mm -hmm. for their business. Yeah, This is our job. So I understand it. I understand the niched marketer that has mm -hmm. one stack and that's all they do. There's a place for that. I really do. I, I get it. But the trends are telling us there's going to be more technology that people are going to have questions about. Mm -hmm. People are going to want to use, deploy. If you're going to be so stuck and I just use these software tools and not know any other ones, you're going to do everyone, including yourself, a disservice. Yeah. Right. Because what is technology? If we just rewind this thing all the way back, technology is an emulation of human behavior. Mm. That. Ty, we can't overcomplicate it. Yeah. If a human can do it, let's create technology to emulate that. Mm. So if you can't do it in your business, technology can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not magic. You yeah. literally have to, do, if you're not going to learn how to market, you can't buy email marketing software and think that the emails you put in it is going to just magically can say, market. Can you say that 25 times? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like this is where we're at everybody. And my job is as I'm dealing, working with technology, training, digital marketers, all of that, I'm looking to distill these things down to their most simplistic form. So mm -hmm. people don't get lost. Yeah. Right. But we're emulating human behavior. Mm -hmm. So if you can't do it, another way I've said it in the past is analog before digital manual before automated, but it's technically if I don't know how to market. If I have never talked to somebody in person, marketed to somebody in person, very low chances I'll be able to do it online. It's, yeah. it's just not a online technology does not solve everything. It gives you that a lot of times that false sense of I've got it now. I look like everyone else. Surely the leads will come and so will the money because I played that game, Ty. I, yeah. I've got the, it's, it's faded, but I've got the shirt. It's been yeah. watched so many times because all the times I wore it in the past, I kept it. I know that trail. So, yeah. 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 People tend to think it's magic or, you know, I know people think that I'm magic, you know, because <laughs> we do that with quizzes, right? And they're like, well, if you build the quiz, where's your ad spend? How are you driving traffic? What are you offering? What yes. are you sending to them after the quiz? You don't have any of that stuff in place. Yep. Yep. There's no magic here. You know, it's oh, always going to be having a repeatable process so you can create predictable income. It's always yeah. going to be testing. Like you cannot get away from those things. And yeah. I love what you said about learning, because I think people forget that just like sales is a skill, so is marketing. And so is leveraging marketing technology. That's a skill that you can learn or 
you hire the right person. You hire, yes. <laughs> right? I, if anything, I think that's my pet peeve, Ty, is when somebody who shouldn't be buying tech buys mm-hmm. tech. You mm-hmm. don't even know. My wife is an interior designer. I'm not going into home goods, home by me, whatever the store is. I'm not picking out a piece for the house. That's <laughs> yes I have the money yes I can make the choice but the chances that I bring it in and it matches anything any that she has pre-existing and now I'm and now maybe I'm prideful because I spent the money I don't want to take it but some of y'all you have the wallet Mm -hmm. and you have the willingness you don't have the intelligence and Mm. that's okay wallet and willingness is not enough that'll get you in trouble boy Absolutely. That knowledge, that insight, that experience, right? That somebody can see, that they can see deeper than you can, right? Because I think a lot of people, it's very surface level. Well, my friend uses this or so-and-so uses this, or one of my pet peeves, they've hired somebody and that's the only platform they know how to use. And so you've just, now they're going to move all of your stuff over. And three months later, they're like a thief in the night just left. And now you're scrambling, right? So yeah, I've I've seen some of those situations for people. We've been fixing some of those situations for people. But so you really, really got to put a plan in place and make sure you've got people that know and are going to be your trusted advisors. So what's the third trend, Chris? Those were my three. So the first one was Mm -hmm. take steps back because everybody is now adopting. They're looking for automation. The second is the stack is here. Mm -hmm. You're going to be integrating with multiple tools. Just get used to it. And the third is it's a whole lot of software now and it's going to be much more later, much more later, right? I will say this, the underlying thing that ties it all together Mm -hmm. that I'm so glad to see more and more of is personalization. Mm. Ty, we've been talking, do you know how many years we've been talking about this? <laughs> it's finally not like members only knowledge about personalization. I'm starting to see like yeah. people using personalized messaging and emails. I've seen a couple websites mm-hmm. using personalized text like this. It's still young, but uh-huh. we're talking about trends and we're early to the game. I just need everybody to know this is coming and oh, you yeah. have been in the forefront of this with quizzes. Absolutely. The segmentation, the making sure you get the right content and the right offers in front of the right people at the right time. Absolutely. But you know what? I remember one of the speakers when we were at Lead Pages coming in and showing us this thing, how when you go to it, like somebody goes to his page and it's going to carry over all that. And I was playing around a couple of weeks ago with a tool. I went on their website and I put in my email address. Yeah. This thing went to my website and on the next page it showed me my website oh wow and said hey is this your site <laughs> chris i'm in there inspecting Ooh. the top i'm like let me see what they did in the background let me see what they did in this code right but it was that level of personalization and it got mm-hmm. my attention because it pulled not only just my url it pulled the exact image of my site and said hey here's what we can mm. do I'm like, oh, yes. And that's where things are going because the consumers, right? There's so much noise out there. Mm -hmm. There's so much vying for our attention that the way to really get hold of the consumers, whether it's an individual consumer or a business consumer, right? Is that you've got to cut through the noise by personalizing it and making it specific to where they are. That's it. You have to. It's not an option. 
I yeah. so so just by the nature of things, Ty, I didn't go out and say, hey, I want to do a whole lot of e-commerce. I'm a service-based business, automate my whole back end. I'm very familiar with automating a influencer who has courses, like a flagship course, and does some interviews like this and speaking from the stage. I have a whole system for that. So that's who I chose to go market to. Mm-hmm. But just by nature, I'm in the e-commerce space and I'm helping these brands scale, scale their customer yeah. base. And the common thing, and it's not limited to e-commerce, is segmentation. If you're not going to segment your buyers by their behavior, by the time between when they purchase their products, if you don't have some intelligence that'll start to give you, oh, this is my profile. How do I now see it earlier in the journey so that I can get them to buy all of that? It's all segmentation to personalize the messaging. It's here. No more do we have to stand on the moon with the flag, say, hey, when you get here. (laughs) Nope, it's already here. And if you're not doing it, Mm -hmm. you're being left out. I want to give this analogy because I feel like a lot of times if you give a physical, like traditional example with technology, quizzes are not just a trend. And the reason why I didn't say quizzes as a trend is because they're it now, right? Like it used to be lead magnets, a trend. No, that's just you have a lead lead magnet. You should have a lead. Quizzes, you should have a quiz. I can't think of a business use case mm-hmm. <laughs> that cannot benefit from one. How you execute it, that's up to you, but right. you have to have one. It's likened to being in an auditorium, right? And having breakout rooms for people with specific interests. Yeah. And you're on the loudspeaker. Why would you try on the loudspeaker to talk to everybody's interests and just bore everyone else? Mm-hmm. The quiz is like, that's what most people do in their general marketing. Yeah. But a quiz is similar to me being on the loudspeaker. Hey, everybody interested in this, go to room A. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in this, go to room B. And if you're interested in this, go to room C. Now they're in their respective groups. Yeah. And I can talk to them about my product with respect to mm-hmm. how they have grouped themselves. Yeah. Not me. Hey, those of you who want to start a business. Those of you who have already started a business, those of you who want to scale your business, Ty, I can't talk to those three audiences the same. And they all three may be in my database. Absolutely. Quiz lets me group them, put them in their proper buckets. And now we can have a real conversation, an intimate conversation. Love it. Love it. Love it. We always say that, especially we like in a lot of marketing to dating, right? That's the, that's what it's like. And one of the things that we say is, you know, you don't date, you're not going to marry somebody based on her email address. Okay. Now everybody knows what I say this. I will do it. Let me, let me, I I just got to put this out in the universe, Chris. If it's Morris Chestnut at (laughs) hotmail.com or Jason Momoa or Idris Elba, or now, you know, um, that Boyega guy, because I saw right. him, King, if it's his, hotmail.com, I'm going to show with the ring and address. That's just that's just a given. But nobody else, nobody else. Right. That's the asterisk, right? <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. When you use a quiz, you get so much more than an email address. Yeah. And once you have that data, yeah. right, just like content is king. If content is king, data is the emperor. Okay. Ooh. Right. Because the data allows you to make better decisions about what are you going to say? What are you going to offer? Yeah. When are you going to offer it? How urgent is it? But if all you have is an email address, you don't get that. And that's what, one of the reasons, one, just one of the reasons why we love quizzes. And that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. So listen, Chris, this has been so much fun. And it's always fun. It's so, so, so much fun. 
And here's one question I'm going to wrap up with. Well, I, mm-hmm. we can talk a little bit more about this, but mm-hmm. so when people are trying to figure like this out, like the CEOs, even some of the CMOs, right? Yes. At a yes. really high level, they need a bench. They need people to come in. How do they know how to choose the person that's going to help them with that? Yeah. So that's what it comes down to now, right? Absolutely. 100%. So you have to ask yourself two questions. Well, you have to ask yourself this question to identify two outcomes. Who the person that I'm looking for specific to marketing, do they need to have existing skills Mm. or am I willing to train them and equip them with the skills? Neither is bad or good. It's Mm -hmm. just acknowledging where you're at. Okay. There are most companies lean on the former because they don't have the infrastructure to truly train a marketer. I just haven't met a company that can to date, right? Yeah. I'm like the exception because I'm like, yeah, I train. Of course I train marketers because that's what I do. So right. you're going to need a marketer with some skills. Here's the problem. Most of the time, a CEO does not know how to assess their skills. Yeah. Let me tell you this. You could be the most junior marketer and know all the industry jargon and fool anybody. Yeah. So what we need to do is increase your conversions by optimizing your landing pages. We're going to build your list. And then at a 10% conversion rate, we'll be able to grow month over month by a thousand dollars. And they don't know what any of that means, but it sounded just like this webinar that I was a part of in this person running Facebook ads. (laughs) This person knows it. No, 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 no. So since you're going to need somebody with some skills, let's just factor out the fact that you don't have anybody to do any training. You're going to need somebody with some marketing skills. So before you hire that person, you need to identify how are you going to truly assess that they have those skills? Yeah. And this is where I'll I'll say the term game recognized game. Okay. Mm. It takes a marketer to snuff out a fake marketer. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? That's the only way. So if you don't know, don't have in your business or don't have access to somebody, I'm not talking about C-suite marketing, by the way. Mm. They, there's often a big gap between theoretical management and leadership marketing mm-hmm. and tactical marketing, okay? Yeah. So sometimes if that C-suite, that CMO has had experience, but in my experience, I've worked with a lot of CMOs and CEOs to hire marketers because yeah. they just don't know those raw dirt under the nail skills that you yeah. need to have nowadays, right? Because again, tech stacks, more technology and trends. Yeah. So if somebody is not aware of all of that, they're just kind of hiring like they used to and they get the wrong person, right? So in order to get somebody into your organization that has some marketing skills that you can trust, you're going to need to rely on a marketer, okay? They don't have to be in your business. You can reach out to people and say, hey, you're the best marketer that I know of. Ty, to be honest, some of your listeners need to be reaching out to you, mm-hmm. right? Now, now it's optional if you even provide that service. I'm just saying, if I was a listener in a position to hire, looking to hire somebody, I'm looking for the top marketers. Mm-hmm. Hey, I have somebody, this is what they say. I'm going to their website. Listen, marketers, you, <laughs> you better not. You top, let me just say this. How can you put a landing page up for a client and not mm-hmm. at least have an about me landing page? I'm not talking about a full website with yeah. portfolio. That doesn't impress me. But if you claim you're a marketer mm-hmm. and I go to your website and that mug says coming soon, if, 
if you're, if you're all, all right let's let's keep it real chris if i go to your website and all the testimonials are screenshots of people that don't oh. exist because i'm gonna check the names because that happened to me like recently Yes. I was looking at the website and I'm like, oh, cause I, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to go, you got this person with the testimonial. Yep. I'm going to yep. take their name. I'm going to put it in Google. I'm going to see not real people. Not real people. Website is just as live and breathing as I am, but yep. none of the testimonials were real people. Yep. Yes. These are standard checks that I run through and this has served me well, Ty. I've been able to place marketers and other startups with an extremely high success rate, extremely high success rate. But this is why if you got a, at gmail.com, you are mm. at minus 10, just mm. out the gate. Now you can recover. You can recover if you've got some other stuff in place, but at gmail.com, no website. Oh yeah. no, get out. Yeah. If I go to LinkedIn and that mug has one connection in like one place that you've ever worked. No, because this is standard stuff, right? If you're a marketer, I don't want to hear, Oh, well, I just work with clients, this and that. This is where we're at. If you can't exemplify it for yourself, I'm not going to trust that you can do it for someone else. That's just, that's just not how I hire. Yeah. So now you've got a marketer, you've got access to a marketer, myself, you, whoever else in the market that knows marketing and can snuff it out. No, that don't, that's not marketing cologne. That, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not it. I know those fragrances. <laughs> that's something else, right? Uh -huh. So now uh -huh. you have that. Okay. So you say, all right, great. Chris Ty gave them the thumbs up. I at least have somebody with skills. Now, what I'm looking for is it's going to be extremely hard to hire a marketer and expect any level of success without first understanding the processes that you mm -hmm. want that marketer to inherit because you want a quick win, yeah. right? So if you're saying, hey, well, look, marketer, come in and define the process. Mm -hmm. That's not a marketer. Right. That's an operations manager, right? Like that's somebody who's going to sit down with you and document, okay, this does this, this does this. And a lot of times we conflate the two, that's right? True. So now you have somebody with skills coming in, but you're asking them to do a position that's really not theirs. Now, if they're good enough, perhaps they have those skills to build out process while they executed our document beforehand, but this is far and few. This is mm -hmm. far and few, right? Mm -hmm. So then you also have to make the decision, all right, now that they're in marketing, what do I mean when I say marketing? And perhaps this may be the first one. I don't have an order for this, but I've seen so many people. I work with a lot of startups. I've seen so many people hire a marketer and then put them over social media. And it's like, <laughs> those, yeah. they're not the same, right? Yeah. Like you have to understand there's your day-to-day -day marketing. That has to go, the implementation, the tracking, right. as you mentioned, the mm -hmm. measuring, the talking to the CEO to get the vision and the strategy and the mission. And then there's social media that the marketer usually interfaces with, mm -hmm. right? For promotion, right? For amplification. They're two totally separate things, right? Oh so gosh. you can run yeah. a marketer, a good marketer, right out your business by attracting them, vetting them, putting them in and just dumping everything on them. Yeah. And I'm so glad you said that because usually what is, I need somebody to do my marketing. Like that's the phrase I hear all the time or I hire somebody to do my social media or to do my email. And I get a lot of people that will come to me like that. Oh, you do, you do, you do. And we dial it all the way back where everybody starts with strategy. Yes, You don't get like, you're not the expert. You don't get to tell me that you want Facebook ads because my question is, why do you need, how do you know you need Facebook how ads? How do you know? How do you know? 
I watched a YouTube video. I'm sure you did, right? And listen, I applaud that effort, but let's dial it back and let's get the strategy. And that's what a lot of people that are very tactical, mm. they want to go, 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 go. Yes. But I, now listen, if that's who you are, we're just probably not going to be a good fit because right. my right. clients, and I don't know if this is true for you too, but we know that marketing is a long-term game. Long-term. Yes. And so Never we're not changing. looking at two weeks or 10 days and we're looking at how are we building this so that it's sustainable and that we're going to capitalize on what we've got. We're going to optimize what's there. We're going to find the gaps. And we're looking at something that's a three month, six month, 18 month process to really build the foundations and get your marketing yes. where it needs to be. Yes. But that's not for everybody. Right. Yeah. So I want to empathize with all of the listeners who just have thrown their hands up. Hiring a marketer is one of the most important and complex positions, especially if you don't have like full time dollars. But even if you have full time dollars, I've seen that go left quick, too. So I don't even want to let me just delete that (laughs) whole statement. Just hiring marketers, period. It's very hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've again, chosen, I did not set out to do this, but I've dedicated a lot of my practice to making sure that I could help people get those marketers because they're extremely hard. Now, Ty, watch this. Mm -hmm. I have a program and a certification and it is strenuous. It's not, it's not an easy, oh, two months and I'm certified. No, everybody that's certified will tell you, look, Chris ran us through the ringer, right? Mm -hmm. Because I wanted the badge to mean something. Watch this though, Ty, watch this. It's not even about me. Watch this. I still can't guarantee you success. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I can remove a lot of the variables and then say, hey, look, this is somebody, they've gone through my program. This is as good as it's going to get, but I can't put the 100% stamp on it because that's just marketing. The, right. You need something today and then it totally shifts two weeks from now. And then the market does you have to be able to make those shifts and be on your toes. So when you have, I'll say this, because maybe you weren't encouraged by my previous talking of the difficulty in it. <laughs> okay. I'll say this. If you're going to hire a marketer, I don't care what level they are at. You need to be thinking about community and ongoing training for them. 100%. One thing that Clay did for me when we were at Lead Pages is, he invested in me going to Infusionsoft and getting certified, mm-hmm. right? That was huge for me. Not only did it solidify his trust in me and make me want to want to learn it, right? But I got connected with so many other people, m- more so the team at Infusionsoft, so that when we had an issue where we're trying to email our whole list and it's taking three hours and we're running a promo, I have a number to call. And let them know, hey, can you guys push us through, right? Can Mm -hmm. you give us priority? So you cannot leave your marketer on an island. You can't bring them in the company and then put them in the marketing room and close the door. Mm -hmm. You're going to need to make sure they're connected with a marketing community and some ongoing training because you're not going to have it in your business. And sometimes your marketing needs aren't enough for them to mature at the speed that you need them to mature. So as you mentioned, Ty, this is a long-term play. Yeah. Gets you some short-term results when you bring them in, but long-term, make sure they're connected with community, make sure they're connected with ongoing training. Mm. That's one of the things that I do when someone sends their marketer to me is I meet with the CEO to your point. What's your strategy? What what you working with right now? All right. So I know now what to train them to, Mm. but 
the CEO doesn't have to worry about that. Right. Right. Because you can't. All you can do is command. Hey, yeah. I need this. Hey, I need this. Hey, look at this YouTube video. That's not going to help. That's <laughs> <not gonna> help. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Love this. So, you know, for our listeners who mm-hmm. have, you know, just really heard you today, where can I find out more about how you can help them with their marketers, hiring them and training them? Where can they find out more about that? Yeah. So I put together a nice little freebie for everyone. It's like, so simple (laughs) that it makes sense for everyone, but you can take it, take that. There's more resources in there and then choose your path. It's not quite a quiz, but it helps me, you know, segment everyone, but it's a five point automation checklist for CEOs. What I found is that it just gives them some understanding of the things that they should be looking for. Right. Okay. When I'm automating, these are the things I need to check box for. Now it's really geared for the digital marketer Mm. before you go push publish tie at a bare minimum make sure you can check these five boxes. If not, do not, I repeat, do not publish. Now here's the thing with technology. It's not like when we hit publish, we get zapped and wrong thing. The zap don't come till later. And it comes through our bank account. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? That zap comes when you swipe the card and it's like, oh, sorry, sir. There's not... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm trying to prevent that zap. Okay. So it's a five point checklist. I made it simple. It's automationbridge.com forward slash liberated. Um, automationbridge.com forward slash liberated. And from there, you'll be connected with me. If you have any other questions, we've got podcasts and all kind of other resources, you have access to it all. So that's yes. the simplest way to get started. Well, we're going to make sure all of those links to the podcast, to my podcast. I did a podcast with Chris. Uh, yes. So we're going to make sure all those links are down in the comments. Listen, you want to stay connected. You want to stay connected to me. You want to stay connected to Chris. You want to stay connected because CMO, CEO, if you're the director, the leader, you need trusted advisors. You need that support. So make sure, make sure, make sure that you are staying connected. Chris, your last final words of wisdom, you know, to our folks who are talking out and let me, let me, let me help, let me help them out. Please cheer us up. (laughs) Right. Because we talked about some heavy stuff and it's like, like, oh my gosh, but, but, but cheer us up, cheer us up. If there was ever a time that you should be confident that you can go directly to your buyer. At scale, it's now. There's net tie historically. The market has never been as open as it is now. And Mm -hmm. I like to come with a whole lot of clarity and it may be heavy, but guess what? You just need a simple system to be successful. That's it. So be encouraged. You don't need five to 10 technologies and you don't need to figure all of this stuff out. There are people like yourself, like Mm -hmm. me, that have figured this stuff out and are smart enough to give you the bare minimum stack for success. Yeah. As long as you can trust the process, success is much closer than it may feel right now. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's why we say no better, market smarter. And we're going to end with that today. Chris, it has been Oh, it's always a pleasure when we get to hang out and we're going to have you come back. We're going to have some more conversations. I can't wait. And for everybody who was listening today, thank you for your time and attention and hanging out. And until next time, you already know, be brilliant, be bankable and be the boss in your business.
Thanks for hanging out with us for today's episode. Check the show notes at tygoodwin.com for links and resources. And be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And if you found value in this episode, please leave us a rating. Until next time, be brilliant, be bankable, and show up like a boss in your life and your business.